Hello, my friends. Skip here for uh, actually what is <clears throat> take three of this podcast. Uh, just been one of those mornings. So happy Thursday morning, 8 a.m., October 21st. Hope all is well with you whenever it is that you listen to this, uh, be it today, uh, tomorrow, next week, 20 years from now, whatever. Uh, hope that uh, you are exploring what reality really is. Uh, I want <clears throat> to talk today about systems. I want to talk about how we recognize that the reality we are in is not really authentic by how we function within systems. Uh, this is not a new thing if you've heard any of the however many podcasts, but it's something I will always go back and revisit uh, because it's easy to fall, <clears throat> excuse me, allergies, it's easy to fall into the falseness of the reality if we don't continually remind ourselves uh, of it. Uh, it is a programming that we have in us. It is, they are the old tapes the things we've learned, that for the most part, and I, I can speak for myself, have not at all sufficed in offering answers for the world or for life. And that's really what this is about. Uh, this podcast is about finding uh, meaning outside of the ways that we have tried to find meaning already. And so let me start there, and then I want to talk a little bit about how it's obvious, how I think it's obvious that uh, this is true and that all we have to do is look at the systems that we have created to, to really understand it fully. Uh, so there is no one home right now. Uh, my oldest son should be coming home from work, so I will uh, try to expedite this so that we can uh, get the whole podcast in. So... As I said, the reason that I started doing podcasting, um, I suppose it's been about three years ago. Uh, I began a, an original series of Finding Meaning. Uh, wasn't quite to the point spiritually where, where I was ready to carry on with it. I tried podcasting around music, which I love, but had no real response. Uh, tried calling my new podcast about spirituality, uh, You're in the Matrix, uh, but I think the, the title scared people away. So I just, I went back and I rebooted Finding Meaning. And what Finding Meaning means to me, as I have already said once, is that we have not been able to find any substantial meaning in this reality. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the world for a moment. I don't want to depress you, but I want you to think about it. I'm going to open the front door here. It is a cold, dark, damp uh, Thursday morning, uh, but I do love uh, to get some air in. Uh, so think about that. Think about uh, the entirety of human history. I know it's a big, big thing to do. And the entirety of your life and about the ways in which you have tried to find meaning. Now, uh, maybe you have found relationships. I, I have found uh, my spouse 
and I have done a lot of hard work to make our relationship um, healthy and sustainable. I, I try to do that with my children. I try to do that with everyone. So I'm not saying that life is meaningless. I believe that the love we share with people in this world is the real substance uh, of not just this reality, but any reality. So I believe we have expression of what is true and real. Um, I hope that my marriage, my uh, being a father and a dad to my kids, uh, these podcasts, these are all ways in which I express my attempt or my growth into authenticity. Uh, but, <laughs> there's always a but, uh, I did not find any real substantial meaning until about four years ago, as I have stated in prior podcasts. Uh, yes, I loved people. Yes, I was still that husband who was trying. I was still that dad. But I was always vacillating between the old programming and just having a sense that there was some deeper meaning. Uh, about four years ago, I had an abrupt life change that really jarred me into an understanding that the reason it felt like I was chasing my tail, and it still feels like that at times, but, but hear me, the reason I kept making the same mistakes, the reason I kept having this deep dissatisfaction with life is because I was trying to find substantial meaning. I was trying to find the meaning of what it means to be mean within the context of something that doesn't have meaning, that is not really real. Now, as I have said, uh, the love I have for my family, the love they have for me, that's real. That will always be real. That's eternal. That's substantial. I, I promise you, it's the, it's the link. It's the core uh, of, of any meaning is love. Uh, I will even go as far to say that my personal theology is that God is that love. Uh, if there is a God, it is expressed and shown through the creative love and kindness and humility we share. Okay, having said that, even though I intellectually knew that, uh, I still couldn't find something that would give me traction when it came to finding real meaning. And it was a slow buildup, and I eventually got to the point where I just said, where something clicked, really, and I just said to myself, self, the reason, or maybe the universe said to me, Skip, the reason you're not finding meaning is because you're looking in a place that cannot offer it to you. Now, that thought <clears throat> really has profoundly changed who I am. Profoundly changed who I am as a person uh, and how I view the world. Because it was more than just an intellectual epiphany, as I have said in prior podcasts. It was a moment of real transformation for me. That for years, I, I sought reality through escaping it, through drugs and alcohol. I sought it through uh, religion. I sought it through New Age spirituality. Uh, through, uh, you know, at times obsessive uh, exercise. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know that now, looking at me. Uh, but I have been down these paths, folks. I have been down all of these paths. Uh, the 
trying to find meaning in academics, trying to find meaning in religion, trying to find meaning in meditation, trying to find meaning in exercise, trying to find meaning in other people, trying to find meaning, meaning, meaning. And the reason I could never get there is because I was trying to find it in the context of something that could not offer me real meaning because in and of itself, it's not real. And I'm talking about the reality that we have created. In and of itself, it is false. Because, because, we have not known ourselves. I think the one, well, there are a couple universal truths about being human, but certainly one of them is this, that we, and I, after 20 years of being clergy, after working with people for 30 plus years uh, in very intimate ways, I can promise you the one thing we all have in common, although we express it differently, is that we have not been able to find that elusive meaning, that elusive part of us that wants to know, that wants to be satisfied. I have seen people become wealthy and they're not any happier. I've seen people find the greatest spouse, have the greatest family, have the greatest home, have the greatest job, and yet they still are searching for something. It is that innate search for meaning that this podcast and my theory is trying to address. And the reason, you know, and I'll be honest with you, the reason uh, I give a podcast every morning is so I remind myself of this also. I hope it helps you. You can take from it what you want. You can leave the rest. But one of the great motivating factors uh, of my of my doing these podcasts is that it has become somewhat of a spiritual discipline for me to remind myself every day that the world I'm about to launch off into, the college I'm about to leave for here in about two hours, the work that I'll need to find eventually, uh, the systems I send my kids into, uh, the system that we are all, the systems that we are all a part of are created out of human ignorance. And I, I don't mean to sound pejorative or mean about that, but it really comes down to that. That because we are not aware of who we are, and we live out of a pretty, well, we live out of almost total ignorance of who we are. We have created a world out of ignorance. It's that simple, folks. That's what I call the matrix. That's what I call the false reality. The world we have created out of our own spiritual immaturity, our own spiritual ignorance, our own self-will, our own ability to create reality with no maturity behind it. That's the reality we find ourselves in. That's why we have not solved the great issues of our life collectively, and it's also why we've not solved the issues of our life individually. Now, this is not a new concept, um, but I think, as far as I know, I'm trying to take it a little further because I'm willing to cast off. I'm just to the point in my life, I'll be 56 in a month, not even a month, but I'm willing to cast off uh, all the systems. Now, I have to function within them, right? The people I love are still a part of these systems. Uh, I have to pay bills. 
I have to keep the lights on, the heat on, got to feed people. So I have to be in the world, but I don't have to be of it to quote Jesus. So uh, that's just where I'm at. And now I want to talk about those systems, right? If we have created systems out of ignorance, what do those systems of ignorance look like? And again, I want to bring us back to uh, that question. And I think this is an important question. That's my cat shadow. I think this is an important question. And the question is this, that are the systems that we have created, have they done anything to solve any of these problems? Have we, have we resolved poverty through the system, the economic systems we've created? No. As a matter of fact, uh, at least speaking from my societal society's point of view, poverty is a necessity so that we can measure who has and who has not. So no, we can't, we can't solve it because we have created a system, a dualistic system, that does not lift others up. As a matter of fact, it classifies others so that we can classify ourselves, so that we can determine that we have purpose, meaning wealth, power, status, uh, etc. Uh, now, you can choose to try to live outside of that. I have, you know, and that's, hey, there's been lots of, lots of people who have gone off to monasteries, uh, to other places, and lived it out. I got kids, I got a wife, I, I got to be present here to my loved ones. Uh, but what that means is that I still have to take part in a system that I know will not offer any meaning. And I have given many a podcast on the frustration that causes. So no, the economic systems that we've created, uh, they're, they're created out of a sense of fear, out of a sense of lack out of a sense of power. Let's talk now about religious systems. I was a professional religious person for 20 years, steeped deeply in my particular, in that particular denomination, but very much aware of Christianity as a whole, uh, watching it decline numerically, watching watching those who don't want to decline numerically become rigid and more infused into the false reality so that they can preserve what they already have. Has religion solved the spiritual search for humans? Now, one could say that it has for them, I suppose. Um, I'm not going to judge that for individuals. Uh, I would challenge that in a face-to-face -face argument, uh, but as a whole, religion has not transformed the world. There's a lot of transformational language in what religions do, but it has not, and here is why. Here is why uh, those ethics of, of the Christian church, or even of others, you know, uh, even the ethics of Confucianism, or the morals of Buddhism, or you name it, Right, the, the law of Judaism or Islam have not fixed the world because it, they can't. They have become systems 
not unlike the economic system I was talking about, that is about self-preservation, not about transformation. And the great falseness is people move into religion believing that they are doing something uh, extraordinary or outside of the world, when in fact they are just preserving a system that preserves itself to help the world preserve itself, to help the reality preserve itself. And the proof of that is that most of the, most, well, (laughs) all, I'm just going to say that, all of the religious people I've ever met are still hungry spiritually. They're not satisfied with what an institution can give them. And the reason is, what the institution gives them doesn't have real meaning. Sorry, I'm getting a little preachy. But, and if you hear a frustration in my voice, forgive that. Uh, But when I watch the world every day, it's like watching one giant train wreck. Uh, I should give a podcast on that sometime, huh? But, there, there you have it. I mean, religion has not resolved anything. Economics, have, let's talk about politics. I have never seen such a political wreck as I witness in our world today. What an absolute, total breakdown of the body politic here in the United States, certainly, because, and here's why. People are like, oh, how did we get here? Because our politics are based in dualism and power and control. Those are things of the false reality. I mean, if we look at the great masters who lived outside the false reality, they tell us that powerlessness is the key. To be last is actually to be first. To be compassionate is actually how we should act. We ignore that. And we... We develop political, economic, religious, moral, philosophical systems that are based in dualism, not because we do it willfully, not because these people are all evil or that the world is evil, but it's ignorance, folks. It's ignorance. It's lack of awareness. It's the world not being awake to who it really is. And I would add to this that when those come along who try to wake it up, they are often uh, moved aside for the preservation of the reality we've created. And so I think when when I personally, when I look at systems, when I I look at how um, companies get stuck in the same way of doing things, or when I look at uh, religions that get stuck in the same way of doing things, and they can't break out of that, that is about self-preservation rather than transformation. The sad thing is this, folks. We're never going to find meaning until we understand reality is transformation. Let me say it again. Reality is transformation. You do not have the same skin that you had when you were young You do not have the same thoughts. You do not have the same life you had yesterday. Uh, We are either making mistakes and learning or moving forward and making mistakes. (laughs) That's it. 
We are in transformation and we keep seeking a world. We keep trying to produce a world that is settled. We want homeostasis. We want things to be normal and settled and done. And what we find is we can't find meaning in that because that's not the way it is. I'm looking out my back window and there's a few apples left on our apple trees. It's, it's late October, getting to be late October. And they're shriveled up. I know those apple trees <clears throat> will come back next year and produce fruit unless, you know, one gets struck by lightning or something. Uh, that's transformational. You are the same. We are the same. However, the systems we have built to get us through this reality do not reflect what really it, they, it needs to reflect, which is <clears throat> that life itself is about transformation. It's about finding authenticity. It's about being authentically you. What if, and I'm going to end with this. I know I'm long-winded. <clears throat> what if the systems we create, what if we created economic systems that brought everyone up? Now, you, you know, disregard that those who have failed. Everything of the world from communism to capitalism, in my view, has not served our authenticity. Um, but, but what if we could create societal, economic, religious, spiritual systems that didn't judge, that built others up, that didn't view the others as enemies, but had compassion? What if? <clears throat> Folks, those aren't new concepts. <laughs> you know, if you're Christian, read the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, read your holy scripture, whatever it may be, and if it's true, <clears throat> if it's if it's a truth-telling scripture, uh, you'll see it in there that what we're really about is is kindness, compassion, and love. If we built our life on that, if we built our systems on that, what a different world we would have. And let me end with this: our purpose, folks. This is a bold statement. The purpose of your existence and of mine is to discover and to live out that truth in whatever way we can. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your journey. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.